Hello, Courier Nation. Welcome to the Deliver on Your Business podcast, where you are the boss. Each week, we talk about how to make the most of your business as an independent contractor, as a courier delivering for gig economy apps like Grubhub, DoorDash, Postmates, Uber Eats, and so many others. Well, hey, Courier Nation, welcome back one more week for the Deliver on Your Business podcast. I think I said last week I was going to be doing some things about some updates, some things that I'm looking at doing here with the website, with the podcast, some different things like that. I'm going to push that off a week because of two reasons, actually. Um, The two go together, I guess. The first reason being that um, I didn't expect that we'd be talking about this kind of thing yet, but today... Uh, we've got news that uh, the stimulus has passed. I figured we were probably a few weeks out from that happening. So it's time to start talking about it. what kind of things does the stimulus hold for us? And so because that passed here just this week, actually, I think just got passed this morning by the Senate. And as I do this, I think we're still just waiting on it being signed. It sounds like it is going to be signed by the president. But that's going to have an impact on delivery drivers, uh, I think, in a few different ways. So I want to talk about that. And because I wanted to talk about that, the other thing is, is I was planning on trying to keep this a little bit shorter than I've been lately, just because I'm kind of in the middle of uh, winding down for Christmas, you know. And so um, I've done the last of my posting on the website for a few days and hopefully nothing else comes up that I feel the need to get in and post anything. Cause I'm, I'm going to just totally shut down my computer and I may kind of keep track of a few things over my phone, but I'm kind of going offline for a few days at least. And, uh, it's, it's time to do that. So anyway, that's kind of where things are at with that. So So what do you think of this stimulus here? Um, I've seen all sorts of reactions. Uh, Maybe one of the funniest memes that I saw was was from the movie Christmas Vacation. And if you remember that movie, Clark Griswold, you know, the big deal was he was expecting his big Christmas bonus like he gets every year. And he kind of, you know, banked everything on getting that bonus. And he gets the bonus and it's, uh, what is it? It's, it's a membership to the jelly of the month club, you know? And so, um, I, I saw a meme where, uh, uh, Clark Griswold is looking at, instead of the jelly of the month club certificate, he's looking at his $600 stimulus check. That's kind of how some people look at it. Um, I think on the other side, you get some people that are kind of like, can we afford to keep putting this kind of money out as a government and all that? It's, it's all sorts of different things, but you know, whether you're in favor of it, whether you think it was too little, if you think it was too much, the reality is that it has passed. And, uh, so now the question is, is it going to make a difference? Is it going to do anything for us, especially in the gig economy when it comes to delivery? That's what I want to talk about. So let's take a look real quickly at what some of the things are in this package. So they came out with the package. It's going to have, you know, another round of direct payments uh, where adults are going to get $600. And, uh, you know, so that compares to the $1,200 that we had way back in 
March, April, or whenever they finally manage to get a check to you, you know. And then on top of that, they're going to open up some of the Paycheck Protection Program again. And the other big one is going to be the um, extension of the uh, pandemic unemployment insurance, including an additional $300 per week for 11 weeks. And as uh, President-elect Biden called it, he said, this is like a down payment on some of the things that we're going to do. Whether that happens, who knows, because it took this long for the two sides to get together to do this much. I think they figured out that, you know what, we got to get something done because um, unemployment was set to end for a lot of people right after Christmas, you know, Merry Christmas. And so there was something that needed to be done there. And, you know, we're kind of getting at a point where I think there's, there needs to be a shot in the arm somewhere, um, at least to keep the economy somewhat where it is. And so that's, that's kind of an, in a nutshell, what has happened with this new stimulus program. Now, one thing I'm going to throw out, I don't know if there's a point in throwing this out or whatever. I've heard a lot of people taking a look at this bill because the bill itself is like 5,500 and some pages, which is a heck of a lot of pages. But the stimulus program is like, um, I measured it as about, was it 545 pages of that? The rest of it is an appropriations bill. So they didn't write a bill just to do the stimulus. What they did was they added the stimulus to this larger appropriations bill that they had. So, you know, a lot of people are looking at all this money that was being spent for different things and saying, yeah, they're just using the stimulus as a way to, you know, give them an excuse to spend money in other places. Well, the bottom line is they were looking to spend the money one way or the other. They didn't need the stimulus to do this. And and it was kind of like they used the appropriations bill as an excuse to tack on the stimulus. I'm not sure that makes a difference to anybody, but that was just something that came to mind. So what's this going to mean to us? What kind of difference is this going to make? Will it make a difference for us as delivery contractors? And let's start, I think, with that $600 direct payment that they're giving out. So the way it's going to work, like I said, in the past, it was $1,200 for adults, and then it was $500 for dependent children. This time around, it's $600 for each for the adults and for the dependent children. If you got 12 kids, then maybe you get enough extra to make up for what you're not getting as the adults. But... Not too many of us have 12. As a little personal aside, I don't know if you knew that I had 10. Actually, I had five. My wife had five. This is a second marriage for us. So we'd have come pretty close. We'd have been done doing pretty good if this had happened uh, 12 years ago when we were married and we had nine of the kids still in the house. But unfortunately, or, or fortunately, actually, I'll go with fortunately. They're all grown up now. And so... Um, we're not getting that extra money for them, but we're also not paying out all that extra money for the food. You try going through the grocery store with two and a half full carts of groceries to feed your kids for a week. And you'll know what I'm talking about when you talk about how fortunate that is. But anyway, it's sounding like this is probably going to be hitting the banks in about two to three weeks. And the question is, what's that going to do 
I think especially for deliveries. I mean, obviously for us as individuals, yes, it's a nice shot in the arm. Um, you know what I would tell you to do is actually, I'm not going to tell you what to do because that's not my place to do it. I'll tell you what I'm going to do is probably just hang on to it. You know, uh, we're in a spot where we're okay. Um, but my goodness, I don't know what things are going to be like in the next month, the next two months or something like that. And who knows if they're going to come up with anything here. Who knows what happens if if you've heard about this new strain out of the UK that is supposed to be so much more contagious. I don't know if we're going to have super lockdowns around here. I don't know what this is going to do uh, in, in the next few months. At the same time, we've got the, the vaccine starting to roll out. So there's like a light at the end of the tunnel, but because of this uh, other strain and all of that stuff, you know, is, is that sucker just, is that light just the uh, oncoming train, you know? I don't know. So, you know, $600 isn't much. I can remember a time where I certainly couldn't say that. And and for for a lot of us, there, there's still a lot of times it's kind of like, no, that's still a lot of money. And But it's, you know, it is what it is. And so is it better to hang on to it? Is it better to do something to jumpstart the economy? I don't know. More than likely, what I'm going to do is kind of hang on to it. It's going to be a little bit of an extra emergency fund, and we'll see what goes from there. I'm not sure if that's what they want us to do, but, you know, there, there's so much uncertainty ahead that you just, you got to keep that in mind, you know? But here's the other part that's coming to mind for me right now, and it's this question of what does it do to our deliveries? What does it do to uh, our earnings? Because is this going to be a thing that's enough of a shot in the arm for some people that they'll start delivering more? You know, I'm noticing, uh, and I don't know if you're noticing, but I, it sure looks to me uh, between what I see going on with other drivers and what I've seen going on around here that things have slowed down a lot. I have seen that, uh, you know, it used to be that uh, you know, football Sunday was an awesome time to go out and deliver. And, uh, you know, these past couple of months, they've been about normal. They haven't been horrible, but there's there's just something going on there. And I don't know how much of that is that we've got too many drivers out there now, that you've had just so many people come into doing delivery because of the pandemic and that number of drivers has caught up and actually kind of moved ahead of, I guess, the the need for the drivers because I think things have slowed down a lot. And so, you know, things are slowing down, but we still got all those drivers out there. So we're not getting as many orders. So there's that. And I think there's the other side of things that it I don't know. It's kind of looking like tips are starting to go down. I wish I could find some real data that says, yes, actually tips really are going down or they're going up or they're about the same because it's just hard to say. And it would be hard, I guess, if I gave my data to somebody, it would be hard for somebody to look at that and say, yes, definitely tips are going down and stuff like that because I tend to reject the lower paying orders. So my data wouldn't be real good objective data for somebody to use. But I don't know. You know, it's it's just all of this stuff that it does seem like things are slowing down. Is this going to make a difference? Is this going to be something that is maybe a shot in the arm where people are ordering a little bit more, maybe tipping a little bit more? 
that's, I think that's where I see the bigger impact for those of us that are in the delivery space. And will there be maybe enough new business to help overcome some of that glut of extra drivers? I don't know. That's going to be one of the things that's interesting. The second part of this is really tied to, I mean, it's, it's kind of an extension of that first part, uh, but it's, it's another thing that I think could maybe make some positive impact for us uh, as contractors and, and, and also have some maybe direct benefit for a lot of people that are contractors that have not been able to deliver. And that has to do with the extension of the pandemic unemployment insurance program. And, you know, what was going to happen was uh, the ability for independent contractors to draw unemployment was set to come to an end because the PUA was coming to an end at the end of December. I believe it was December 26 was the end of it. Merry Christmas, right? But so one of the things they did, and I think probably the driver for getting this thing done was... I don't know for sure, but I think I'm guessing that this may have been the driver to finally getting something passed, getting some kind of compromise done where they get something passed is the fact that they couldn't let that lapse uh, because it was not only going to affect independent contractors and they would all of a sudden fall off of the unemployment programs out there, but also for, you know, usually with unemployment, you only get so many weeks on it, you know, and this year is a whole different animal. And so part of that PUA was to extend that and allow people to stay on unemployment to still get those benefits. And that was going to come to an end. And I put a link into an article I wrote, you know, back in August that was kind of like, what's going to happen when that extra $600 a week comes to an end? That was part of the original PUA program. How much is that going to impact things? I was a little surprised that it didn't slow down deliveries more than it did right away. I think it it's definitely played a part in things slowing down. Um, it may have played a part in, you know, I've talked a lot about how all of a sudden Grubhub has slowed way down in my market and they were, they were always, always, always busy. And again, I don't know if that was because Grubhub hired too many drivers. I don't know if things just slowed down, if they're just not getting as many orders. It's going to be interesting to see the sales numbers for the fourth quarter, uh, especially for Grubhub, just to see, okay, where where were deliveries? Did they actually start um, delivering less in the fourth quarter than they had in the quarters before? Yeah, some of that stuff is just going to be interesting. But, you know, the bottom line is, you know, things slowed down some in August because that $600 a week dried up. But now we're looking at a point where even the normal state unemployment is going to dry up for a lot of people with the passage of this stimulus. That's going to extend everything for at least 11 weeks. And then we'll see if they come up with anything else then, or who knows, you know, does the vaccine start having enough of an impact that we start pulling out of this thing within 11 weeks? I think we're looking till summer before we really start to see a change. And especially, like I said, you know, this, this other strain just, it, it just throws a wrench in the works, doesn't it? So all of that is to say that, for those who 
if you're an independent contractor and you had to stop delivering, you know, you're, you're not comfortable about being at risk and, or about putting somebody else at risk. Uh, you know, personally, I've, I've been out for about a month now. Um, it, it was kind of forced on me back when my daughters tested positive and they live in the house and it was kind of like, you know, one, stay home, make sure I don't have it Two, I'm in quarantine because I've been exposed. And so you kind of wait through all of that. And when we kind of get done with the quarantine out of that, for me personally, then it was just kind of, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to stay home at least till Christmas. Now, for me, that was a different story. If you listen to me or if you've, you know, read from me or something in the past, you know that, that, uh, Thanksgiving was miserable for me. I mentioned the 10 kids in the family, right? And now they're all grown, but we still, holidays is a big, big, big thing for us. And we didn't have Thanksgiving. Everybody was at home. Everybody was home. In fact, my wife wasn't even here because I was exposed more than she was. And she kind of stayed uh, with her daughters or something to kind of keep quarantined to make sure that she didn't get exposed to me. And yeah, it was just, and, and, and we're just, our whole family was like, we're not going to let that happen again. And so it's kind of like the whole family has been doing this quarantine thing just to make sure that nobody catches it so that we feel comfortable getting together. And I'm, and I don't know, you know, is that still not the right thing to do? Cause everybody's saying don't get together. But anyway, all of that is kind of a long way to say that it, even for myself, I've been sitting out for a while. Now, because I've got the website, because I do some other things, I'm not at a point where I feel the need to go and take unemployment for that time that I'm out. And it wouldn't have done any good anyway, because, you know, um, without any of that extra stuff on there, unemployment, it just, it wasn't worth the headaches and, and stuff. But for a lot of people that are staying home or they feel the need to stay home or they're a little grudging about having to go out and they're still kind of nervous, still scared maybe. This could be a game changer for some folks is to be able to get that $300 a week plus whatever your normal unemployment would be. Now you got to understand that with unemployment, it's based on your taxable income for the year before. And so that's a problem for a lot of independent contractors because if you had a lot of miles and those miles were great for keeping your taxes down, but they also then end up keeping your benefits down when it comes to benefits that are based on your income. And so, you know, there, there's kind of a two-edged sword, I guess, with that part of things. And so those are some things to think about. Now, what is this going to mean for delivery? Here's my thoughts. I think things are going to get bad for a couple of weeks. I think things are going to get bad, especially in a lot of, in, in certain markets. I'm not sure exactly which markets, but I do think things are going to get bad. I think things are going to get really, really slow. I think you're going to have a lot of drivers just, you know, miserable because they're not making what they need to make. And here's why I think that's going to happen because even though they've passed this, the problem is, is the machinery at the States. If you were paying attention when they passed the first pandemic unemployment, it took a long time for the States to be able to get on board. 
even though contractors could now all of a sudden apply for unemployment, you still couldn't for a while because the state couldn't get their act together quickly enough. It's it's hard enough as it is for them to keep up with just the additional applications, you know, and where unemployment has just gone crazy, you know, they're overwhelmed with that, but now they got to change their system and now they got to change, they got to add this money in and they're going to have to do this all over again. They're going to have to do this all over again. And a lot of the predictions out there are, it's going to take a couple of weeks. I think even in the language of the bill, if I remember right, or at least in some of the announcements, they said, you know, this is something that you got to be aware of, that it could take a while before the states are actually ready to implement this. What does that mean? Here's what it means. And this is why I say it's going to get bad. Unemployment runs out at the end of this month for a lot of people. What that means is that if the state doesn't have the ability to react real quickly, what's going to happen is those benefits are going to dry up for a couple of weeks. You're going to have people that are not getting anything for a couple of weeks. And if any of those people are doing deliveries, all of a sudden kind of that discretionary income is totally dried up. And that's why I say, you know, people are going to be out of money for a little while. People are going to be out of money for a little while. And what does that mean when you're in an area where deliveries become a little more necessary and maybe even more necessary because we're getting more and more locked down again? But it's still kind of a discretionary thing for a lot of people. And, and if all of a sudden your money is completely dried up and you've got to make a choice between spending 10 bucks to get a $20 meal you know, spend 10 bucks extra to get that $20 meal, or you go pick it up yourself, or you go to the grocery store and you fix the food. Uh, All of a sudden, people are going to have to start getting a lot more careful because they don't have any more money, you know? So I'm expecting to see, and it's not because of the stimulus, but it's because they took so long to get to the stimulus. I'm expecting to see things get really slow on delivery. I'm expecting to see things get bad because what will happen is you got people that they don't have any of that money coming in on unemployment. And if they ever drove before, they're going to go out and try and drive. The market gets more saturated. It's, it's going to get bad for a couple of weeks. That's what I'm expecting. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But then when that money does kick in, I think that could get us back to something that has the potential of being like it was back in April, March and April, when I tell you what, that was a time to be delivering, you know, I could go out there and just, you know, without even trying make 40 bucks an hour, because things were so busy. You know, there were so many orders that you just you had the pick of the litter, you know. And if there's enough of a shot in the arm here for enough people, maybe that will happen. Now, maybe these people have learned their lesson that they realize that they can't go out and they can spend all their money just because they're getting $600 a week extra like they were. Maybe they got smarter this time around, so maybe it won't make as much of a difference. But I do think that that what this is going to do is it's going to give enough people a shot in the arm that at least for a few weeks between you've got a combination of bad weather 
more lockdowns and people having money. And so I'm going to expect that maybe January, February, possibly March could be really, really good months to be doing delivery. Maybe. Once again, I'm, I'm, I am not Nostradamus and uh, I'm not even sure Nostradamus could pick, could figure this one out, you know, but that's, that's the thing here on this, but that's the thing that I got to warn you. If you're on unemployment, be ready. Cause it could be a rough few weeks and be ready if you're doing deliveries. Cause it could be a rough few weeks. If you've got a lot of people that are just not getting unemployment because it's just taking the state a while to get caught up to this new system and before those benefits start kicking in. So get ready for a couple of rough weeks and then hang on because I think things could get pretty good. Last thing that I want to talk about, and that is the Paycheck Protection Program, the PPP. That's been, that's being renewed. Uh, there's actually going to be a second round of funding now, and you've got people that were able to take the loans the first time around will be able to take them again if they qualify. Independent contractors can qualify for this. And please forgive me for a moment, because I'm going to get on a soapbox. I'm going to rant at some people right now. I saw some people that were going out there saying, you need to go out and you need to get your LLC. You need to go out and get incorporated so that you can get the Paycheck Protection Program. Folks, if anybody tells you that you've got to do that, go, go somewhere else. And absolutely, absolutely, absolutely do not trust those people to do your taxes for you because they're usually tax people that are putting this out. Because you don't have to do that. The Paycheck Protection Program is a series of loans that is available for businesses, but also for sole proprietors. It's also available for self-employed people. You do not have to be incorporated to be able to get that. In fact, I'm going to tell you that incorporating just to do that, I think, could make it more complicated. And so, but here's what the program is. I'm, I'll, I'll get off the soapbox now. I've, I've actually seen a couple of websites promoting some of this garbage. And normally there's some stuff that usually I kind of appreciate what they do, but, but I don't know if, you know, is, is it just that somebody paid them enough money that it's kind of like, oh, I can earn money on my website by promoting something and who gives a crap whether or not it's something that actually helps the audience out, you know? So anyway, I'm done with the soapbox. I apologize for that. I just, that, that's been boiling up inside of me here lately. And uh, especially because I saw some, I saw some stuff about incorporating so you could do some other benefits that are available out there that honestly, I don't see where the incorporation helps the person at all. I don't, I'm not even a hundred percent sure that it helps them get those benefits. But like I said, I, you know what? I see some of that. Some I see some of that crap that people pull out there, and and especially when there's things like aid. You know what? People are flocking to my website all of a sudden in the last couple of days because because of old articles I've had on some of this stuff, and and so I think it makes it tempting because people want to find out about this stuff, and it makes it real tempting to try and take advantage of that, and you know, okay, you can make some money off of it or something, but. Don't do stuff that doesn't help you out, you know? Anyway, oh my gosh. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I was getting off the soapbox. I didn't do that yet, did I? I'm off the soapbox. I promise. So here's the thing with the uh, Paycheck Protection Program. What it is, is they give a loan to businesses. The idea is to give a loan to businesses so that they could cover their payroll, you know, and that's why they call it a Paycheck Protection Program. They protect the ability for people to get paychecks. But when you're self-employed, you can get that as well. And the way that they account for it or the way what they call it is that even though you don't do payroll when you're self-employed, um, they call it owner income protection is the terminology that they use. And so this is the idea that they give a loan so that you can have the money to make payroll when money is dried up, you know, and or as a self-employed person, just so that you can meet your needs because the money you normally rely on has dried up. And then they have an aspect to that where that loan can be forgiven based on how you use it. Well, the nice thing is for independent contractors is the basically the way they calculate how they formulate um, or how they forgive the loans is pretty much about the same way that they calculate how you can qualify for it in the first place. So as an independent contractor, it's almost like, I don't want to call it an automatic, but it is awful close to being an automatic. So it was a great little shot in the arm for a lot of drivers who maybe had to take some time off or had to slow things down, uh, maybe stayed home, but they didn't want to go the uh, unemployment insurance route, you know? So Paycheck Protection Program was great for that. Well, that money ran out real quick. So anyway, that money, that money actually ran out before independent contractors could really apply for it. But then they brought out a new round of it, and that lasted for quite a while. And I know a lot of people that were able to get some funding through that and to get those loans forgiven. Well, that pretty much that came to an end. I think August 8 was the scheduled date for that to end. So this new round of the stimulus has added another round of loans. And so, you know, one, if you've not taken them before, here's an opportunity to be able to do it. And two, if you've had them before and you meet the more recent qualifications, you can take another round of loans. And those loans end up equaling about two and a half months of your average monthly profit. So, you know, whatever your taxable amount was for the year, your profit on your Schedule C, you divide that by 12 and that's your average monthly. So two and a half months worth of that. And that's essentially what the Paycheck Protection Program is. And this round, again, looks like it's going to do the same thing, two and a half months worth. It's going to be based on the same things, but there's going to be one difference. To qualify, you have to have a quarter where you received less money by 25% or more than what you received for the same quarter of the year before. So let's say third quarter of 2019, you made $10,000 for the whole quarter. Third quarter of 2020 would need to be $7,500 or less more than 25% less than that. If you had any one quarter that was 25% less than the same quarter of the year before, you can qualify for that next one. Because the idea is this is for people who their business was hit by this thing. So 
if you weren't making as much because of deliveries enough to the point that it made a 25% difference for the quarter, or if you ended up having to stay home for a while because of all of this. This is something that is designed to help people out in that area. Now, unfortunately, the Paycheck Protection Program was designed, though, to help people whose business was impacted by the pandemic. And what that means is they had to have had that business when the pandemic hits. So if somebody started this year, you're not going to qualify for it. If, you know, if you started after February 15th, you won't qualify for it. And actually, a lot of people found that if they started between January 1st and February 15th, they didn't qualify for it because, one, they didn't have any income to base it off of, and two, because um, they didn't have a Schedule C. And you have to have a Schedule C to be able to document your eligibility. So technically, you're really only qualified if you had been delivering in the year 2019. And it was really if you had a whole year worth of deliveries that you could really take out very much. And so now this time around, it's going to be a little different. You can go for the last full year rather than just relying on the full year of 2019 as the basis for your loan. But you do have to have had at least one quarter where you made 25% less than the quarters for the year before. Now, if you started in the middle of the year 2019 or even at the very, very, very beginning of the year in 2020, um, there are some different ways that they look at it. It's, it's a little more complicated. I'll put a link in the show notes to an article I just put out that tries to describe that a little bit. But there's some options out there again. And again, how does that impact us? It is, it's this kind of thing that it's, I think more than anything, a shot in the arm. And I'm not going to tell you whether you should apply for one of these things or not. I applied for the Paycheck Protection Program last year, and and I got full forgiveness on it. Um, and and a lot of the reason I did that was because of having you know making this decision that I've got to sit out for a little while. I've got to keep things safe for a little while. And so, um, but I'm not sure that I've uh, I haven't taken a look yet. But I'm not sure that I can say that I've seen that 25% drop this year to be able to qualify for this year. I'm not even sure that I would apply for it even if I did qualify. But there's just some things to think about. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's it's going to be a little bit of a wild ride, I think, the next uh, six months or so, just depending on how everything turns back. Guys, there's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, the vaccine's being released. Um, there's there's some hope, but it's it's going to be a crazy ride up until that time. Um, it it's going to take a while for everything to get rolled out, and everything I hear is it's probably going to be summer or later before you could really start to expect a little bit more of normal. And I'm not sure there ever will be normal again. So hang on tight, my friends, and let's get through this thing together. So my friends, hey, I just, as I wrap this up, though, I just, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And if, if you don't celebrate Christmas, I still hope it's an awesome day for you, at least, you know, I just, I, I want to wish you the very best during this holiday season. And whether that's just by yourself, whether you've got, you know, got an opportunity to spend some time with family, whether it's just a great opportunity to go out and make some money doing deliveries, I don't know. 
I just want to wish you the very best. And holy cow, guys, 2020 is almost over. There's going to be one big party when 2020 comes to an end, isn't there? My friends, has this website and has this podcast helped you out? If it has, could you spread the news? Could you let people know? Leave a review. Share us on social media. Let people know about us because if more people can find us, it's more people that we can help to take control of their delivery business. And together with anybody that might find us, what I really want to ask you to do is go out there and take control yourself. Run your own business. Go out there and be the boss.